Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card. Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed. We are The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Martin. We're live from the TireRack.com studios, hour number three. You can all test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Who doesn't want to do that? Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash odd 100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Martin, we know that, you know, our boy Rob Parker is the better of the bunch. But guess guess what I've been picking over the last five weeks in our picks getting pick off. What's that? Eighty yeah, percent. That's that's not bad. That'll Rob pay the rent. G, am I am I lying? You ain't lying. Eighty percent, bro. Y'all want y'all want y'all want to know what's going on? Listen to me. That ain't no joke, man. Make a brother even want to bet. I haven't bet on any of them, but. Uh, I'll just like the uh, the accuracy. That's like going to a party and drinking the apple juice instead of having a real drink. Yeah, it it, it you know it is. I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, right now you heard Steve Desager. Miami's up seven zero on Tennessee, and the biggest news there is Tyreek Hill injured his ankle, but he he seems to want to get back in. He's you know was down for a little bit, but now he's on the sideline. Ran off Doesn't the field. Doesn't have his helmet with him. Yeah, he's been running. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see him back in it. Um, and then on the other end, the Giants just tied it up. It's 7-7 with the Packers. The Packers, look, all of a sudden they're back in the playoff race, and this is a game they need. They lose this one. Uh, they will not forgive themselves if it keeps them out of the playoffs. So we'll – Keep you guys posted on the two NFL games and what's happening there. But first, we want to get to uh, some NBA. And, you know, everybody kind of, you know, lost track of this as they're following the NFL. But on Saturday, the Lakers 
became the champions of the NBA's first in-season tournament. And uh, Anthony Davis was a monster, led them to a victory over the Pacers with 41 points, 20 rebounds, and I believe four blocked shots. He was an absolute beast in that game. But LeBron James was named MVP of the tournament. LeBron had 24 points, 11 rebounds in the championship game. And, And look, LeBron was the MVP of the tournament. Right, it was seven games. He was the best player for so the they Lakers. So they did. They considered the, the entire games. seven games. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like a Final Four MVP. Yeah, I mean, Rob G. Unless I'm wrong, if it was, if it was a final game, obviously it's AD. Okay. You could even argue Final Four, but certainly um, the whole tournament would have been LeBron. Rob G. What you have any details on that? No, you're exactly right. It, they they weighed the entire tournament and LeBron yeah. James through the course of the tournament was absolutely sensational. Sure. Right, right. So they also are going to, and we're going to get into what this may mean for LeBron's legacy, if anything, but they are going to hang the banner. Now, this is a team, what they got, 17 championships, and they are going to hang the banner from the in-season tournament And Rob G., lifelong Laker fan, is not happy about us. Rob G., give us the details. Yeah, we don't hang Pacific Division championships. We don't hang Western Conference championships. We only hang NBA championships. However, starting on December 18th against the New York Knicks, the Lakers will unveil an in-season tournament banner. It'll be a different shape and color than the title banner, so you can tell the difference. And they're only going to hang one with open space underneath it so that they can, assuming they win more going forward, just add the extra years that they end up open winning. Open space beneath. You know, so, what's going to say in-season oh, so tournament champion. There's only going to be one banner, the they'll update it. And they'll update it, yes. Right. I got to be honest. I like it. As long as they separate it, it's like in a different place or, you know, it's clearly dis- differentiated from the championship banners. And I get it. You're right. They don't hang Western Conference banners even. And they are the Lakers, the glamour franchise of the NBA. But I I think this goes further in legitimizing the tournament. Exactly. Which I think is good, right? I think five, ten years from now, this will be kind of a big deal. Nobody wants it to be as big as a championship. It shouldn't be. But it is a fairly big deal. And I, I got to be honest, Rob G., I'm fine with it. I don't think it's Bush League. I don't think it's beneath the Lakers. I think this helps helps legitimize it. Well, here's the thing. If you have the tournament and you're taking it seriously like the NBA wants the players to do yep. so, uh, tap, tap, New Orleans Pelicans, are you awake? Are you here? Little Vegas flu? Are you hungry? Yeah, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Some nah. of them at least. But uh, if you want people to take it seriously, this is the way to do it, right? This is the way to do it. And while I think <laughs> the overarching thing about the in-season tournament, the most damning quote is LeBron saying, when you guys give us something to play for, for you see what's out there like you're guaranteed like you know that's what your guaranteed contract is for LeBron in the regular season (laughs) have something to play for right but I digress if we're gonna go ahead and do this thing might as well do it to the fullest I don't have a problem with them hanging the banner either and uh, let's be honest if like if the Pacers had won that game and they hung the banner, I don't even know if we're even talking about it being an issue. The only reason why we're talking about it may potentially be an issue is because it's LeBron James that'll right. be one of the people on the court when the banner's hung. Rob G., what is your issue with it as a Laker fan? Seriously. 
It's because the Lakers have a standard that's different than everyone else in the NBA. And them and the Celtics, the only ones who only hang championship banners. Everybody but else. But that's because they have so many. Well, that's because we have a different standard of winning. If we were this the Sacramento is, this, Kings, then sure. If you're the Utah is, Jazz, fine. But not the Lakers, not the Celtics. I get that. Like you could say, well, winning the Pacific Division or certainly the in you know Western Conference Finals is bigger than winning this tournament, which is true and, and always will be. But I do think, and I've said this, Martin, years from now, I think people will add this tournament into the debates about players. Like I think I, I brought this example up: if Victor Wimbanyama and Chet Holmgren end up having this great individual rivalry, right? Right. And you're debating which one was better. I think the obviously your individual stats will be a factor. Championships, obviously, if they should win some. Sure. And then I think think you'll be able to throw, and I'm not saying it'll be a deciding factor. I'm not saying it'll be a huge factor. But a factor, at least, would be, and and, and -and so-and-so won five in-season tournaments, so the other guy only won two or hasn't won any and lost two in two of the championship games. Like, I think it'll become something. And I think, like I said, hanging the banner, especially when you're the Lakers, does, I think, feed into my belief that later on in, you know, in time, as years go by, this will become a factor. I, I disagree there. I don't imagine. I mean, if we're splitting hairs to that degree, leave me out well, of the we conversation. Do, no, we do, though. <laughs> but I, I mean, th- we really do, Martin. When we talk about LeBron versus Jordan or any other comparison, when you're talking about the all-time greats, I always say this, you nitpick. You right. have to because they're all they're so awesome and fantastic. LeBron James is phenomenal. Michael Jordan is phenomenal. The difference is minuscule. Sure, but I, I think that what this is with the in-season tournament is more akin to the play-in tournament where this is another opportunity for the league to quote-unquote make stars. Like John Morant in the bubble had some had one of the best games we've ever seen him play in the play-in tournament and then follow that one up next the next season with another one in the play-in tournament and then his team was the top of the West for a while. Now obviously He's in his own situation right now, throwing chess passes in the courtroom, which is an entirely different conversation. But his star rose in those play-in tournament games, right? Tyrese Halliburton. His star has risen to a higher level than it ever would have. I right. shouldn't say than it ever would have, but than it would has already, than it right? Was, right? Than it was now. His star has risen. This is going to be another opportunity for the, like you said, the Victor Wembanyamas, the Chet Holmgrens. While they're not necessarily having the overall team success, Chet more well, than Chet, Victor at the time, yeah. but. Uh, it'll give them an opportunity to get on the main stage, play some games that have some stakes. Because realistically, for you know Victor Wembanyama's career right now, they're not going to be playing any meaningful. They're not playing meaningful games at all this season. Neither Detroit Pistons are playing meaningful games at all this season. If you're able to go and have a guy like Cade yeah, Cunningham, yeah, but we, but 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 the Lakers are, and they took it seriously. Well, I think it's a which is a great and sign for the league. And I agree that I think some me. other teams didn't, Martin. I, I mean, the fact that Denver wasn't in, you know, in the finals or or even the final four, and, and some of these other top teams weren't either. I mean, Boston, Milwaukee made it and then got beat. Um, so I think I do think that the Lakers took it more seriously than some other teams, 
or or started to take it seriously before these. Like Le- LeBron to me clearly made up he in wanted his to mind. Win yeah, that he wanted to win it. Now, so let's go there. Do you think this did anything for his legacy no. at all? No. No, I think at this point you're cemented in. Unless he's pulling down more uh, Larry O'Briens, you're pretty much cemented in whichever camp you're in, whether you got the Jordan or LeBron debate going on. You're pretty much feet planted at this point. I don't think it does much for his overall legacy and long-term success unless, you know, somebody else gets four championships and two in-season tournaments. I don't, you know, I I, I, just, <laughs> I, I can't bring myself to. Uh, where are you at on the, I don't even know who you got, Jordan or, or LeBron. I'll go with Jordan. Okay. okay. I'll go you with got Jordan. Jordan. You got LeBron number two, though? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, dang. You no. just dissed the king. I I'm don't not think dissing that, him at that all. Was the, there was no conviction in that. No, Le- LeBron is the best basketball player of my generation, right? Which so be, you got him number two? Okay. Yeah, so that, it, like, that's without a doubt. I mean, you like, said it like, if I said Kareem, yeah, sure. No, I'll like, be, yeah. Well, I say to me, what LeBron has done, the longevity, the, is is one of the things that I think will never be matched in in the NBA. Boy, in terms of him still being like one of the arguably top three, top five players in the NBA, twenty one years later, his career's got a drinking license. I mean, a dry, you know, his career could go out and buy a beer. That's ridiculous to me. <laughs> but in terms of the in season tournament, longevity is incredible. I think it's something again that's going to put guys like a Tyrese Halliburton who is playing at an All Star level who you may not have seen on national TV until the All-Star game, right? But the thing that's huge is we look at the NBA. They treat players differently than the NFL does. The NBA is much more about the partnerships with the with the players. LeBron right. buying into this only benefits the league. And right. I think when you look at a guy, I, I will never forget Patrick Beverly in the bubble when all that was reported out. When Patrick Beverly, who was a member of the Clippers at the time, said, we're doing what LeBron does in regards to playing out the rest of the season you know, after uh, Jacob Blake was shot right. in Wisconsin. We're doing what LeBron says to do, right? Because uh, Oh, let's be honest. LeBron is 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 a major tastemaker in the NF and the NBA. He's Absolutely. one of the people who, it, like, with LeBron saying this is real, makes it real for a lot of other people. Right. So I think while I think it was honestly commendable by his part, because if this is the league that he's a part of, he well, should he, look. If he takes it seriously, then other players are going exactly. Take it seriously. Exactly. And that was good for him. All right. Uh, speaking of serious, my goodness. Shohei Otani, or as Rob Parker would say, Shohei me the money, Otani. Got 700 mil, Martin. Or did he? We're going to talk about that next. It's the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, we're live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills on prize picks this football season. For a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash, prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, visit prizepicks.com slash i 100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. All right, the best player in baseball, Shohei Otani, signed a $700 million deal, 10 years, $700 million with the Los Angeles Dodgers. But there's a twist. Rob G, give us the details on this thing. It's an unprecedented move, something that had Martin Weiss shaking his head in the side <laughs> studio. He was really upset about it. You mentioned 10 upset. years, $700 million. However, Otani is deferring more than 97% of that amount, $680 million to be exact, to come after the length of the contract. So he's going basically signing a 10-year, $20 million contract. That's going to end in 2033. And then 2034 to 2043, he'll be getting 
another $680 million. Uh, let me say this. I actually think it is smart to defer money. It like, and, and I don't even know if you can do it. I don't think you can do it in any sport but baseball. Um, and Rob G, correct me if I'm wrong. But I wish, like, say, you know, you hear about a lot of these athletes going broke. And for a guy that's got a three or four hundred million dollar contract, I think it'd be very smart to defer some of that contract, like say after until after you retired. You can live very, very lavishly on say ten million a year. And I mean, and even less, obviously. Sure. But if you just keep ten million a year, say you got a forty million dollar contract and you defer half of it. You know, and you live off 20 and then you defer 20 million per year, you know, till, you know, for 10 years after you retire or whatever. I think guys would be in a lot better shape. Um, But here, this is what's odd to me about this. Number one, baseball does not have a salary cap. Now, I know they've got taxes and things like that if you hit a certain threshold. Mm -hmm. But still, you don't have a salary cap like other sports like football and, and basketball which keeps you from signing other players. And two, he is deferring so much of it. Now, again, you can live well off $2 million, but that that's an amount, Martin, that I'm baffled. I, and I wouldn't even defer that much, uh, you know, and just live off the $2 million for the next 10 years, each you know year for the next 10 years. Um, I think that amount he's deferring is incredible. And that last thing I'll say about it, I hope that that deferred amount that he's got something, some clauses or something where he can invest that money. Like that money can be invested if he wants to, because if it's just going to sit there and it, it's not, the interest is not going to accrue as fast as inflation. And so that $680 million in 10 years won't be $680. Nope. It would maybe be $650 or so, you know, whatever the amount, but it won't be $680 in 10 years. So hopefully that, I mean, they, they're smart people. I'm sure they're looking at things like that. I'm just saying I, I hope that they, they do that. But what are your thoughts on this? Well, my thing, if you want to defer the money, that's that's up to you. I think especially when you got Rob G told me earlier that Shohei is pulling in like $50 million in well, the that's endorsement. True. I hadn't even thought about that. You're right. That's so very true. Able that's to offset true. some of the yeah. you know actual player salary money. Uh, me personally, I need my money up front and on time, but that's, <laughs> that's me. Uh, but – I don't understand how you don't get any points on the package. Like, how are you not negotiating interest into this deal? And, like, Bobby Bonilla got 8% interest on his contract, and they, they get paid out. Well, as that's why I'm, I'm – is it definite that he's not doing that? Because, like I said, I hope he's that's doing what, something like that's that. That's what I've seen reported, that it, there's going to be no interest. Now, here's the rub of it, though, Chris. Uh, you know, it, he will be paying the taxes of where he lives at the time. So California, obviously, has some of the highest income taxes in the country. I imagine Shohei might make his permanent residence back in Japan or, or somewhere else, maybe, hell, maybe Florida or somewhere else, Texas, where he's not paying income tax. We can take home more of that money as opposed to paying taxes on it and right now. And he'll just now. be paid on the taxes on the $2 million? Yes. 
So he'll yeah. be paying taxes on two million because LA is his primary residence, and of course the jock tax where he has to pay taxes in all the other states, thanks to Michael Jordan and the money that he was uh, bringing in. So, so if he defers it, so in ten years, if he gets say the six hundred eighty million, if he's living in a city or state where there's no tax, sure, then he can get the whole six eighty. Right, or back in Japan, I don't know what the international tax right, laws are. Right. I'm sorry, I, I didn't brush up no, on my that, international that, relations that prior to the too. show. But that's the only way it makes sense to me. There's got to be some level of defer. Like, there's got to be some level of where he's not going to just be taking a bath on all of the inflation right. that he would have gotten over the time period because it's just it's nonsensical to me to stretch this thing out as long as he did. But again, if you're making fifty million dollars in in in, uh, in endorsements, you can save some money for the team to go out. Now, the real question is, what are the Dodgers going to do with the money that they quote unquote saved? Right? Are they going to go and fill the rest of this roster? Because, like, now, when you sign a $700 million contract, no matter how long it's deferred for, you're expecting some type of return on that investment. All right? And that return will be World Series rings. Right? So, it doesn't, like. Well, and they're also going to get a return in just all the, you know, the money he's going to bring being the best player in the sport And, and the most unique player we've ever seen. Sure, but I'll just but you gotta win. Like you gotta win. Yeah, of We've course. Of course. Seeing Dave Roberts, you know, and the and the Dodgers kinda of struggle in the postseason since uh since the twenty twenty one that had like swept by the Diamondbacks. I think if Shohei Otani's there, do they automatically win that series? I can't su- I can't call it. Well, I know look, they don't get swept. That don't ha- that ain't baseball, man. I mean, really. You can't say they could sign Shohei, Juan Soto. Uh, and Mike Trout, and you couldn't guarantee they're going to win the World Series. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, baseball's different. It's not like like basketball we knew. Uh, Golden State's winning it, sure. right? Miami's winning it when they had the, the Heatles. Like, this, that's not the case in baseball. And so, look, well, I well, think— It didn't used to be the case in baseball with somebody making $700 million. Well, it didn't used this to be the case. This is double Mookie Betts contract. It didn't be, used to be the case. You, you kept, you know, your players longer than, than you used to when they didn't have as much movement. But nowadays, man, I'm, it, I mean, they couldn't even make the playoffs in Anaheim. Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and some other good players. I mean, so now, again, I think they'll be good. I think— I think Shohei will win a World Series, and I would, I think, very possibly multiple, but I definitely think he will win one, at least one World Series with the Dodgers. And let's face it, Martin, their problem is not a lack of talent. Now, you got to have some pitching, of course. You always got to have good pitching, but their, their problem has not been ta- lack of talent, man. They've been the best team, arguably, in the league. For the last 10 years. Sure. You know, the best team to me is generally the best team in each league is tends to be determined over the 162. You know, anything can happen in baseball in a seven-game series. Um, so, but yeah, I, I look, the dude is awesome. And, I mean, he got so much money. I, who, I don't even know. It'll be interesting what he's planning to do with all this money. I just know, if you know? I, I'm not in the business of trying to give a billionaire an interest-free loan. Like <laughs> I would have to yeah, need my no, money I up mean, front, Yeah, no, I mean, I'd like him to be, be – like I said, I think it's smart to defer some. This is an amount that's incredible to me to sure. defer. Um, and I also think, like, it, it, I don't know what he's looking to do. My, my, my philosophy is when you get that type of money, then to me – 
It's about what can I do to impact the world. I mean, seriously, like LeBron James type money, Shohei Otani now, that type of money. I'm really trying to impact the world. It's not just about me individually right. and my family. I mean, come on. we you got Man, money's never going to be an issue for you anymore. I mean, Chris, and so, Shohei Otani could pay out the remaining contracts of every NFL running back right now. Oh, gosh. Easily. <laughs> like, he yeah, could sit there and write the checks much. himself. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, we're watching two football games right now. Monday Night Football. Right. Saquon Barkley's trying to get paid. Well, just call Shohei. He can write right. you the check. Right, right. All right. Well, we'll see how it works out for Mr. Otani. All right. Keep it locked here on the I Couple. Chris Broussard, Martin Weiss. The Philadelphia Eagles dropped two straight. Bad sign or just a bad game or two? Bad couple of weeks. That's next. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. See a couple live from the TireRack.com studios. Martin Weiss is in for Rob Parker. Did you know that Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's right. That's why with your Discover card, you've got access to 24-hour, seven-day-a-week customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability. All that means that you are never, ever held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations do apply. Uh, Martin, you want to talk about Nick Sirianni. You think you think he's getting a little bit of a pass for uh, the Eagles' struggles? Well, I think I think we're all kind of excusing the Eagles' struggles right now as, a, well, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. And I think it's really hard for me to square it when I'm, especially when I'm seeing how much success that Shane Steichen offensively, if nothing else, is having in Indianapolis right now with his backup quarterback, uh, Jonathan Taylor, in and out of the lineup. Uh, those guys have really offensively been very impressive. Had 20 points. It was the only team in the NFL that had 20 points in the game for a long stretch up until the middle of November. 20 points in every game and then when you look at Philadelphia offensively and defensively I think they're just not necessarily striking fear into teams in the same way one of the things that makes the 49ers year in year out they've been I mean for Jimmy Garoppolo with Brock Purdy with they're consistently in the playoffs competing in the championship game in the Super Bowl while they haven't gone all the way there yet and and finished it they're still always at the dance one of the things that is I think makes Kyle Shanahan a really really good head coach is his ability to replace guys after they leave. They have lost two different defensive coordinators to head coaching positions in the last five years didn't miss a beat. They've lost all types of offensive minds. We're looking at one coach right now with Michael McDaniel, uh, Bobby Slowick in Houston. They've lost a ton of just coordinator talent, but yet Shanahan seems to have the ability to be hiring the right people. And because you don't see a big drop off when it comes to what they're doing on the field week in, week out. They have consistently in the Shanahan era, as long as they have a healthy enough quarterback that crosses about the, the Mendoza line, right? I'm not saying that he's a miracle worker and can turn CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins into world beaters, but he's found a way to get it done with guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy, who, you know, well, I'm not. One of the things that it's allowed them to, uh, I just in, in regard to the coordinators, but you know they take a di- an opposite approach to most other teams in the league, 
where it's like other teams, you pay your quarterback, right? And sure. now you fit guys around them. They're not paying their quarterback. That's why they wanted Trey Lance. And, um, you know, they got fortunate that Brock Purdy ended up being good, you know, when Trey struggled. But, and so they're not paying Brock Purdy anything so they can build all that, you know, pay all these players around them. But a big part and of so that to me is it's, it that's coaching the guy up. A lot of it, like I'm not again, I'm not trying to take well, anything away. They couldn't coach up Trey. What's that? They couldn't coach up Trey. I mean, Trey Lance might not be any good. Like there's there's levels to it. To me, like Brock Purdy's better than Trey Lance. I mean, right? you know the Eagles are ten and three. I do. Understand. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about them like they six and seven. They got the same record as the Niners. And we'll, I'm saying we'll they see beat how the Kansas Eagles finish City. down the season. They beat Buffalo. Chris, they, they are, beat some good teams. They beat Dallas. They're one of the worst third down defenses in the NFL. Offensively, I think if they're not in third and third and fourth and short, if they're out of brotherly shove range. They haven't had the same type of offensive just efficiency going forward. They haven't been quite as good, obviously, as last year. And that, but they're ten and three, and they ain't, they ain't the Steelers, two thousand twenty or whatever year that was, ten and three. They are legit ten and three. I mean, the, sure, the Steelers were legit ten and three too. So were the Vikings of so, last so year. There's Fugazi as those. There's Fugazi as the Vikings last year. I didn't say that what all that. I didn't say I mean, all that. No, I'm you, you did say that. I mean, when I brought them up, you compared them to the Vikings and the Steelers, who were Fugazi a few years ago. To me, I mean, they they did go to the Super Bowl last year. They have beaten Dallas this Chris, year, and that, that was when them. they had the coordinators that they don't have no more. That's they the whole point. They beat Dallas point. this year. They beat Dallas this year, bro. And they beat Kansas City. Okay, and we, they beat Buffalo. Kansas. And they beat Miami. You want to talk about another team missing coordinators? Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, Sean Desai and Brian Johnson okay. might be in a little bit over their head with is the Super Kansas Bowl talent City, roster. Is Kansas City not legit this year? Are they? Yeah. Look, I picked Baltimore to win the AFC in the preseason. I'm sticking with that. I feel fine with that. But I am not in the least bit even close to writing off the Chiefs in the AFC. Are you? No, I'm not. But do you see that offensively? They have simply gone from being a favorite to now just a contender like the other elite teams. Oh, and, and I would say Philadelphia is in the same boat. I agree. I agree. Philadelphia, like, I, I, to me, you want to look at the 49ers, you want to say they're the same as the 49ers. Name me the massive injuries that the Eagles have had in the last stretch well, like the 49ers did when they were 0-3. Up. Their quarterback's banged up. He's off the field. I'm sorry. But I, I know, know they're talking about his knee. Like he, he, ran it. he didn't seem to have a trouble with his like knee as he ran it game. in. When Rob Woodson brought up the run game, that's one of the major reasons the run game is not what it was last year. And who's calling because those plays? Because he's not running like he used to. Who's calling those plays? No, but I'm saying I think I think he's limited. And I agree. Look, I agree. I spent all first first things first. We talked about it, and I Sean Desai, the defensive coordinator, is getting on my nerves. He got to figure something out. Now the offense, I'm not as concerned. Yes, Dallas. Look, give the Cowboys credit. They held them without a touchdown. So we'll see if the offense be, is a problem. But they, the offense moved the ball yesterday. They just had all these turnovers, the three turnovers. Oh, you know, I, the offense how is was the six play, in the Mrs. league. Lincoln? The there offense you go. is six in the league. It's one game. The offense is six in the league in scoring. They're averaging 26, darn near 27 points a game. I, I think the offense is okay. To me, it's the defense. 
And that's where, like, I agree, Desai's got to figure something out. And ultimately, that does come down to the head coach, Sirianni. The so one I'm who hired you there. I'm just saying you were talking about him like, you know, like, like I said, like they're struggling to make the playoffs. No, they still going to probably win the NFC East. I don't, I don't, I disagree with that. I think they're going to beat the Cowboys win the NFC East. Who going to beat them? The Cowboys just did. Seattle, I think the Cowboys went out. They got Seattle. Well, even if they went out, if Philadelphia wins out, they're going to be the division winner. I wouldn't be – Seattle play – what's it? Uh, I would Seattle's not. tough. Now, if they get past Seattle, though, they got the Giants twice and then Arizona. Now, look, anything can happen in the NFL any given Sunday. But I'm saying they control their destiny. If they went out, they will have the tiebreaker over Dallas, even though they got the same record and split – the regular season matchup. The year the Philly went to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback, that offense was clicking on all cylinders, even after Jalen Hurts got what I thought was a sprained AC joint in the Chicago game in like week 12 of last year. This year, they have not looked nearly the same. They're not nearly as efficient, and they pointed at two people. It's the offensive and defensive coordinators, and that's something that I think, as we spent much time talking about in Kansas City, has a major impact and effect. And if you don't hire the right people to replace people that's how your era ends that's all i'm saying right we all right see- speaking of end your rant is ending it's the odd couple fox sports fox sports radio keep it this live. guy <laughs> fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live hey my name is jay shetty and i'm the host of on purpose I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Martin, is it just me? This song, I'm sorry. Ying Yang Twins Christmas just don't, don't do it for me. Neither does DMX's, to be honest. Uh, DMX's, that's a, to me, that's a cultural classic at this point. But uh, His for, Christmas one? Yeah, come on, come on. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That, that's perfect to me. It don't get you in the Christmas spirit, man. Hey, first, rest in peace, D. I love that song. But I'll oh say this. God. I told our board up on Saturdays, it's not really Christmas to me unless Luther Vandross, our little eight-year-old black Michael Jackson, is singing. So... Outside of okay. those two, you can leave it. You can leave it. Okay. Well, we got some funk. And Martin, I mean, uh, Alex be in them crates. He got some stuff for you. A little Lou Rawls that'll that'll get you bumping. For real. All right. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. As we wrap up the Odd Cup, we're going to bring in Rob G to uh, ex- give us a little something about what's happening Monday night. The Miami Dolphins down. This is, I'm sorry, this is unforgivable for them to be losing to the Tennessee Titans 10-7 at the half in a game they need if they want to try to get that first seed in the AFC. And I get that Tyreek Hill is out. Maybe that just shows his value. But, Rob G., bring us up to speed on this. You mentioned it, Chris. They're down 10-7 to at half in a game where they have not scored an offensive point. Mm. All right, the high-fly Miami Dolphins at home against a 4-8 and Titans team, 0-6 on the road, and they're losing 10-7. to The big story, though, Tyreek Hill. He caught a short swing pass, was getting tackled out of bounds, and his ankle got rolled up on. And he laid on the turf for a few seconds before he sprung to his feet, sprinted to the sidelines, and Hard Rock Stadium's going crazy. Made a quick trip to the medical tent, was in there about a minute, came out. And since then, not only has he not entered the game— he hasn't put his helmet on. He's had a towel around his neck. And all signs point to him being out for the rest of this game, which is puzzling, Chris, because as you mentioned, they're in the hunt for the one seed in the yeah. AFC. And did he? Did they say anything on the halftime show? Like, what, anything, any updates on him? No updates other than that he's questionable to return. Wow. How about and that? And he wants to get out there. Because, he. I mean, look, obviously he wants the MVP – But even if he doesn't get the MVP award, I'm sure he wants to be the first wide receiver ever to get 2,000 yards. And not to mention win, right? Yeah, I um, think the win is probably right now first and foremost in his mind. I mean, he could even miss the rest of this game and still hit 2,000 yards at the pace that he's been going at. Well, if he hits it in 16, yeah, that's more impressive. Right, but uh, I mean, to me, this is just showing what happens when you lose a – 
you know, top five deep threat in NFL history. Like, you can, like to me, he that's how good Tyreek is, especially when you consider the deep ball. And this just goes to show you how offensively dynamic that guy is and how, you know, maybe we should be taking account the weapons that players have when we're talking about MVP. Well, Chris they Broussard. weren't doing any damage when he was in, just keeping it real. Um, he, he It wasn't like he only played two series. Uh, but, I look, I, I Miami has I think it is arguable that they have as much uh skill position talent as San Francisco. I think top I end. Mean, the best the best receiver of the group is Tyreek. Mm-hmm. And Waddle is a great Waddle's the number one playing number two next to Tyreek. And so I would say the the two wide receivers for Miami are better. Now, Christian McCaffrey is the best running back of the bunch, but between Raheem, Raheem Mostert, who's, I think he's second in the league in rushing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but that's also the and guy then, the 49ers and then you moved got on for Christian McCaffrey. What was that? That's the guy the 49ers moved on from after they got Christian no, McCaffrey. No, right. I'm not saying he's not he's as good as McCaffrey, but between him and A-Chan, that's a that's a great running back group. That is a and, and and heck, let's not forget that Mostert helped San Francisco get to the Super Bowl a few years ago himself. And so well, he's a good running back. I, I I agree that McCaffrey is the best running back of the bunch. But I'm saying Mostert is third in the league in rushing. And to me, and I, actually I averaging averaging five point one yards a carry. McCaffrey's at 5.2, but A-Chan's at, like, shoot, 9 or something like that. Yeah, I think uh, Jalen Waddle also is a little bit overrated, honestly, at this point. he uh, he's Don't get me wrong, he's good, but he's not necessarily the top level. He's not a top guy to me. No, uh, I wouldn't say top 5, impact. but. I said know. top guy, like tier 1 to me. I think he's a oh. solidly tier 2 in terms of I think of he receivers. would be, but so you don't think he could be a number 1 receiver? No. Somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I think he could definitely be a number 1, but I agree he's not, like, the top tier of receivers in the league. Uh, all right, Martin Weiss, excellent job, man. You well, thank well. you, Chris. Appreciate it, fun, it. man. A lot of fun. We'll do it again uh, sometime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, my man. All you, keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. The I couple is out. But Jason Smith and, Mar- and Mike Harmon are in. Keep it locked. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 